Good morning, uh -huh. good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're watching this edition of Hypnosis Week Live. It's me again, Alex Williams-Smith, better known to many of you as Jonathan Royal, the British bad boy of hypnosis. And I've got another guest with me who is going to, I'm going to pick the brains and we're going to see what we can find out um, about their thoughts, views, ideas and experiences using hypnosis this week i'm joined on the show by a gentleman who uh when you go on youtube um and search his name which you'll be able to do when i tell you his name in a moment uh you will find that he has got uh there's around a thousand videos currently on the on, on his channel that have had tons of views but that the, the key point is they're incredibly educational and informative um there is pretty much any subject you can think of related to hypnosis. If you went to his channel, you're going to find a video there that covers it on some level. Um, so definitely worth checking out. He has done the odd course in England. Perhaps he'll do more in the future, but mainly he is kind of a legend, as it were, in India, although his videos have got him known worldwide. So please welcome to this edition of Hypnosis Week. And I'm really terrible at pronouncing names, so he's going to have to tell me this properly in a minute. But Pradeep Agarwal. Agarwal. Pradeep Agarwal. Not too far off then. That's better than I normally get it for some people. Good. 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 Well, welcome to the show, Pradeep. Um, so... Obviously, you're a hypnotist now, um, but you weren't always. None of us were born. Uh, well, that's a debate, but we weren't no, born consciously knowing that we were hypnotists. <laughs> so what was your journey to bring you to where you are now doing this? So wonderful question. Wonderful question. See, my journey with the hypnosis started in 1972 when I was only 14. Mm -hmm. And I used to that time live in the... West Bengal, Kolkata. Now it is called Kolkata. That time it was called Kolkata. And uh, that time, actually, most of the hypnotists in, around the world has started after seeing the stage hypnosis show, right? Mm -hmm. Most of them, yeah. So what happened when I was in Kolkata, I was interested in magic and tricks like a young kid, right? And Kolkata is a place where you can buy magic tricks on footpath, you know? There was a footpath, a magician sitting there. They will yeah, show you a trick. And then if you want to purchase it, they take you in a corner and then give you the trick and give you a, a kind of a, uh, something that you will not tell anybody and all these things. And then they sell you the trick. So I used to do that when I was young. And then I, show, I saw a newspaper ad about a stage hypnosis show by Paul Golding. I don't know from where he was. Paul Golding. And he was not from India. He was from oh. the UK. Paul Gordon. Um, yeah, he's from uh, Ireland. Ireland, maybe, yeah. So he was there, he's a tall man. And I thought, frankly speaking, I thought it is a Madrid the magic show, not a hypnotism show. Because from that time, for me, hypnotism, what it is, I have no clue. So what I have read in you know, comics on the Madrid doing, you know, changing and thing. So I went to see that program. And after the program, I realized it is something different. And then I came out of the auditorium after watching the show. It was a morning show on a Sunday or, or it was, I think, the 15th of August. There was a holiday in India. And I came out and I started looking for a books on hypnosis. And then I started got some books. 
very bad books frankly speaking initially the indian books and uh, then i met a person in calcutta he was a medical doctor and he knew hypnosis so he started teaching me the basic hypnosis yeah. mostly theory mostly theory but interesting thing if you like it i will tell you what happened when i bought my first book yeah yeah that first book says yeah. and it was in hindi now very interesting thing this book was in hindi and it is a two part one part was the mesmerism is the older thing like the passes and you know tratak and all this thing eye gazing you practice right yeah so and second part was completely translated from uh, how to hypnotize by melvin power ah <laughs> the first part eh? so when i read the book he says you need to have hypnotic power in your eyes so he gave an uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so he gave an exercise the first exercise was take a white sheet make a black black circle and then focus on it i don't blink your eyes you can't do it for the more than a minute and the book says that if you can don't blink your eyes you can keep your eyes open and concentrate for more than 10 minutes you gain a hypnotic power in your eyes that wherever you look will be instantly hypnotized now at the age of 14 you know what will be my goal guess to try and do it for 10 minutes yeah yeah no i practiced for 6 months but the goal was to hypnotize my teachers in the school ah give my hypnotize my parents to give me more pocket money and the real secret was i was living in a multi story building at the age of 14 there are a lot of girls there so i wanted to hypnotize them. <laughs> okay yeah and then i practice 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 every night because i cannot practice in the daytime in front of my parents so i close my room in the night night time and after 6 months i got power can see the glasses here <laughs> so the idea is i started with that and then when i met my first teacher i stopped it and that time in india there was no amazon.com there was no internet very difficult to find books so my goal whenever i go out or any city i go or any other work also i go and look for the books on books bookshops and start buying books on hypnosis so that's how my started and then i in 1977 i shifted to hyderabad from kolkata and i need to practice hypnosis you know you need the people to hypnotize then how you then only you can practice right yeah. so i put an ad in the newspaper learn hypnosis so the people used to come and i used to practice on them my skill to master so that how you started and so then i got income you were you, you you perceptively set it up as them coming to learn hypnosis but unbeknown yeah. to them Yeah. Uh, your main motivation was so that you had people to practice on. Practice, yeah. My idea was to practice. Yeah. And I've seen few stage hypnotists in India at that time. They were doing show. I wanted to practice everything. Huh? So whom to practice? You cannot go on the road like street magic or street hypnosis nowadays. You can't go and do it. You have to do it. And that time there was no instant hypnosis. That time instant hypnosis was once you hypnotize a person, give them a post-hypnotic suggestion and they... to click or whatever you do going to hypnosis there was no instant and speed hypnosis at that time my hypnosis method was half an hour long mm-hmm. long progressive relaxation too boring <laughs> and then i suddenly saw some catalog from somebody from us by harry arons ah yes so i bought his first book on speed hypnosis i still have that book in my library and then i bought the free technique and more books from him 
And the day, the day I got that book, Speed Hypnosis, I started doing hypnosis, speed hypnosis. I started having a lot of fun. That's an old book on speed hypnosis, but the one of the best book on speed hypnosis and instant hypnosis. And so that's from, Harry Harrons for anyone who's uh, watching. Yeah, Harry Harrons. And uh, it's a wonderful book. And uh, if you want, I can show you the book also. Asma, can you take it out of the book from there? Yeah, okay. I will show yeah. the book. Very interesting book, huh? Third book, third book, third book, This is the book. People then know what to look for if you're looking on eBay or, or Google. Speed Techniques of Speed Hypnosis by Harry Arons. I yes, have read yeah. that years ago, yeah, and it is direct to the point. If they search it, you may get a PDF of this. Some people are selling it now after because might have gone into the, you know, that um, public uh, domain. Oh, yeah, because he's been passed away long enough. Yeah, good yeah. point. And this is a wonderful book I got from him and then many more books. And from there, that this was the, my first book in 1978 or 79 i imported right you know i went to the bank i spent the whole day to get a draft done and then make the bank draft send it to the us and every day i was waiting when the book is arriving when the book is arriving <laughs> and i got this book and then many more books i bought almost all his books i bought and then i started teaching and practicing self-hypnosis on myself this was between 77 to 82 i was doing a lot of work but mostly as a hobby, because my I was in another business that time, I was, because I belonged to a business family, so I was taking business, taking care of business. I in between I went into jewelry business and everything, and then um, full fledged, full fledged, hundred percent, I got into hypnosis, doing seminars and training in 1994. Okay, that time I stopped all my business because I loved hypnosis, and I started making money from hypnosis. When I started uh, initially, it was not even my pocket money what I was charging them. <laughs> Very interesting thing happened. 92 or 93, in 94 I attended a 84 I attended a workshop on Silva Mind Control. I realized it's full self hypnosis, and then I met a guy who was conducting workshop in India in 93, and he was charging a very good amount. Then I calculated. I said it's a good amount, so I should get into teaching hypnosis. So I started with the self-improvement, self-hypnosis, two-day seminar, then I created a lot of audios, that time cassettes, and then slowly, slowly I improved. And then 96 or 97, the internet started, mm. and then I got a wonderful trainer from US, Jerry Kine, you might heard about him. Oh, yeah. So from him, I bought first three videos on, um, uh, one was uh, instant hypnosis, one was how to give a lecture demonstration on hypnosis, and one more video I imported, the first video, and then immediately my life changed as a hypnotist because I got the confidence of doing a pre-talk. You know, pre-talk we do not the pre-talk. Uh, before a workshop, you do a um, what it were two hours talk on hypnosis, and then we call it a um, what we call it in India. Well, like the free uh, free taster workshop to get them to sign up to the. Yeah. Up. So they come people and I was started doing that after Jerry Coyne's uh, video, I got a confidence that I can call anybody on the stage and do instant hypnosis, do anesthesia and then send them back. And that changed my life as an instant hypnosis and everything. Then immediately a friend of mine, by that time we don't have a credit card. So I called a friend of mine from U US 
Mm-hmm. I had asked him to get me complete material of his. That was that time. It was a 2,500 US dollar. The whole set of video cassettes. Okay. And then I spoke to him very kind number of times. It really helped me. From there, this thing started. And then because I played sports a lot in India initially when I was young, mm-hmm. but because of business and thing, I could not continue. In 97, 98, I got into sports. first i started with the cricket and i worked with the, some top indian cricketer one of them i recently just retired we can't tell you the name one was started, retired for 5 6 years back at the top level mm-hmm. and then i got into 2004 i got into golf and golf made me famous in sports so i have worked with the, all the top level golfer in india yeah all all I have worked with uh, some good golfers from Bangladesh. He also won a European Asian Tour tournament, plus many more. So this is how my thing started. Then I started learning, and in fact, every week or two, I get two or three books I import. Nowadays, the interesting thing happens: you get a downloadable books. I have all the videos. In fact, you don't know about it. I have I bought my first product from you in 2002 or three. 2003. Two or three or four from you. Oh, don't make me feel old, pretty. Yeah, I tell you what, what I bought. Hypno tricks I bought from you. All right, yeah. Hypno tricks I bought you, and I I got a wrong book when I got it. Then I spoke to you, and then you tell me no, you bought a wrong thing. Then I bought the another one. And right. Then most of the products I bought from you. In fact, what I have learned from your videos, one is VCDT. Uh huh. Construct, you know, VCDT. Yeah, visual cording. Well, the speakers call it visual cording displacement therapy, and I did their course. I'm one of their um, licensed practitioners, but I call it visual confusion disorientation technique. That's what you're doing. You're visually pattern interrupting, really. But yeah, another thing I bought from you, which I want to tell you now, Uh, I don't remember the trainer with you. This is a thing that. Instant hypnosis. Oh, Robert Temple's. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So induction. Yeah, yeah. So this is I uh, I use a lot in my workshop this technique and I teach this uh, your technique visual confusion thing. <laughs> and then I then I combine with some other techniques and I use this lot for my personal therapy sessions when I come as a totally content free therapy. Yeah, well, that that's a good thing. The fact that it is content free, but yeah. I see. I'm, I mean, I, I've 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 been lucky enough to attend for people at home. And let me tell you, I've been lucky enough to attend in person when Pradeep was running a, a course in Manchester last year, and um, as well as demonstrating rapid instant inductions, they also demonstrated very rapid content free therapy methods. Um, so if could you explain? Because I mean, I was there, I witnessed it. But could you explain to the viewers what I would sum up in a sentence as being? It was using the idiom auto response, yeah, contemporary yeah. to cure the person to get rid of the phobia uh, or whatever. Could you explain kind of how that works? What you do? Wonderful. See, first of all, we program the finger for yes and no signals, like in all idiomotor signaling. This is well the hypnotize, yeah. Yeah, after hypnotizing. Yeah, yeah. This is yes and this is no. When I say no, I don't say no. I say K N O W no. I know no because sometimes people 
confused with the K and O W. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that is especially I say, and once it is programmed, I tell them I'm talking to your unconscious mind, your subconscious mind. Does it understand the finger signals? Now, if they not like this, then it is not done. Mm-hmm. The fingers should move a little bit jerky movement. Then it is done. Then I check them by asking some questions to make sure they are right. And then what I do is I bring them out. I don't do immediately the therapy. I bring them out. Then I ask them now the finger signal is done. Now, do you have anything you want to get rid of? No need to tell me. Yeah. I say, think about it. Then I don't hypnotize them. I say now go into deep self hypnosis. And once you are there, give me your ear signal. I'm lazy, yeah. So <laughs> I'm a little bit lazy. So I ask them to go into it. But yeah. they give me the ear signal. <laughs> then I say now think about the problem. And when you think about your problem. You are ready for it. Give me a yes signal. They give me a yes signal. Then I tell them very simple thing. Now you have been suffering from this for some time. Consciously you try to get rid of it. You are not able to do it. But you know our subconscious mind, other part of the mind, knows the cause of the problem. Knows how to do it without your conscious knowledge also. Mm-hmm. In fact, many times in the past you had some problem and it solved you without your knowledge. So I am asking your unconscious mind. I use a very specific language pattern here. I say I am asking your unconscious mind to resolve this problem in best and healthy possible manner, acceptable to you consciously also. And once it is done, give me the yes signal. Then I say a very tricky thing there. Sometimes your subconscious mind take a very long time, as long as 60 seconds, and sometimes it does it instantly. I repeat it twice, and most of the time the finger goes up in 20, 30, or 40 seconds. So when it is done, I say now thank your subconscious mind for doing a wonderful job for you. And once you are ready, count one, two, three, come back, feeling fantastic. And when they come out, I have to think about the problem. Say I can't think about it. So job done. I don't know what is the problem. You know only, and the job is done. I don't need to know. Now that might be- sound to some people at home as yeah. too easy, but I can tell you honestly that I have used similar techniques myself. But I am most definitely in Manchester witnessed Pradeep do this with several different people who we most definitely had never met before, who had genuine. I'll just take the example of the. I forget what phobia the lady had. She did tell, end up telling everyone, but in any event, she had a genuine phobic response. I've seen people with phobias, and her response to just thinking about the trigger was practically to being tears and, and stuff and Pradeep did that process as simply and literally as he's just explained and then the lady did cry again briefly but it was obvious those were tears of relief and joy um it it it, it can be as simple as that Why do you think it can be as simple as that when conventionally hypnotherapy sessions take so long? See, because what happened here is you're directly talking to this unconscious mind, and all our problems and solutions are already there. See, right now I'll tell you a very interesting story about this. Mm-hmm. I was in Abu Dhabi. I was in Abu Dhabi for a golf tournament. I work with a golfer, and uh, I'm working with him. On and off from 2009, and this is the guy who made me popular worldwide. Because of him, 
is a newspaper thing when i started winning tournament i went to us and i even met tiger woods also three times there ah cool before that incident happened <laughs> in mm-hmm. 2009 <laughs> now this guy has some unique problem in his swing which is was not able to find out what is the problem so i have been doing lot of other things and then what i did i used the same thing in a different way i said when he was hypnotized i said i told him now you have been playing golf for 22 years now you know technically what things are right or wrong right mm-hmm. now consciously you are not able to figure out what is the wrong but your unconscious mind knows about it so now i use a little bit language pattern and you know tonality now i'm asking your unconscious mind let you know what is the problem and what is the solution maybe by tomorrow afternoon maybe when you wake up in the morning maybe when you lie down on your bed maybe when you come out of hypnosis or maybe right now i said i forget about it next day morning when you were playing around after two holes he realized his technical mistake and he corrected it and just he, ultimately he, improved his game massively i guess so then he told me sir very specific thing which i never noticed and it was a very simple thing the way you stand on the ball you are putting your weight on your heels it will not work mm-hmm. when you are hitting a driver it will go into the right so he said he moved little forward putting pressure on his you know what you call this um toes yeah you know that that place he put the weight then the ball goes straight simple thing which he never noticed but when we talk to the unconscious mind it really helps him excellent so you and 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 the and the thing is it is content free content free yeah. cuz and the truth in sometimes the person may never know consciously what the what the problem is yeah because they are they are so much into it they are so much into it they are not able to focus think around you know sometimes when we are fully associating some feeling we are stuck yeah when we come out of it we can think differently right so this when you dissociate so one more interesting thing i want to tell you when we are talking today when you are in my seminar you remember i was talking about something called inner resource activation you remember yeah like a therapy i want to tell you what has happened what is what is the level it has gone now please do See, just um just explain to the viewers lo what what, yeah. what it is so that they know so i see what happened you know the finger signals we used to do in the workshop yes. you see me doing it then what one day what I, this i am teaching last around 25 years in my seminars and then what i used to do is for fun sake for the fun sake i used to tell them now a part of you knows how to manage pain because when you were young you by playing a sport you got injury for 2 hours 3 hours you didn't feel anything only when you go back home you saw the blood or the swelling then you realize there is a pain and you start feeling the pain but they said yes that means a part of you knows how to manage pain so they said yes so okay close your eyes go into self hypnosis and then be in touch with that part who can manage pain and when you in touch part give me the yes signal the finger goes up and i say now ask this part to make your whole body hypnotically anesthetized so whatever you do over here you feel no discomfort at all and when it is done give me the yes signal the finger goes up then we pinch and taste and everything nothing happened and this thing i was doing for years then one day i got an idea ki if this part can do like this they may have a hundreds of parts we are not using it mm-hmm. so just to check this i said now 
you are in touch with that part thank this part for doing a wonderful job for you in the past and all this part will you help me whenever i need you whenever call you they say yes give me the yes signal goes up i said make your body normal come out of hypnosis and out of hypnosis i asked them think about that part and ask that part to make your right hand fully numb hypnotic exercises and when you done give me the yes signal eyes open now tuck go now ask them to check this hand and this thing was difference i said you can use this part in emergencies mm. then i realized if we can have anesthesia we can do we can be confident there is a part who can make us confident like when i talk with the golfers when i work with the golf they say sir when my the day my putting works i can win a tournament i said how many times you want a number of times so that means your putting has worked in the past or sometimes doesn't work mm-hmm. what is the meaning that means who is putting both the time well i am putting that means the day you are not putting well that means your part who is negative part is activated the day this putting is going well that the putter your best putter is activated that night that day then i give example of cricket like when a batsman come to bat is missing and missing and missing not able to play suddenly get a full toss ball hit for a four and six and immediately start middling and he may end up hitting a century so mm-hmm. the same guy was playing that means the initially is negative part was active and then his you know the best batsman part got activated but yeah. this happened unconsciously he has no control you have no control can we do something to activate those part when we really want it so for a for a technique purpose initially when i do with somebody i have i use a little bit kind of nlp with them i ask them to close their eyes and think about a time in their past when they were confident mm-hmm. feel that feeling when the feeling move up i said this is a part of you confident thank that part and ask this part whenever i need you will you help me he said yes i ask them to not they had to say yes okay give the part a name they give a name and when they come out i also thank this part they come out move the feeling everything now with eyes open ask this part to get activate the moment i say them they feel a vibration in the body now said now you have a part now this was actually you can call it little bit of anchoring or what mm-hmm. but after some time i realize you don't need to know only need to know that we have a different part i'll tell you a very interesting thing the trip when i was in uh, manchester okay oh very interesting thing i was there for a few more days i suddenly got a back pain maybe the because i traveled to other cities also by road or whatever or had a, or the bed was not good in the hotel maybe so it either back 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 in she were back in and i have to travel next day morning so normally because when i am in uk i still wake up a little bit more of indian time means yeah. i don't wake up at 8 o'clock i woke up at 4 4:30 in the morning and i don't come out of my bed i open my laptop talk to my office and work and then it was hurting me i said let me use my part and let's see what happens i close my eyes and i asked my i directly gave a suggestion i told my subconscious mind i said my subconscious mind please activate a part of me who can heal my back pain right now so that i can travel tomorrow or today morning easily just do it right now i just said that open my eyes did my other work and after 15 minutes when i got up from the bed there was no pain that's so that's it and then there is something interesting i am a diabetic i am a diabetic so i said if you can heal my back pain why can't it heal my diabetic mm-hmm. so i started to say nothing happened nothing happened 
and another friend of mine, a hypnotist, said, because diabetes you are having for many years, you need to give a time. Then I gave a time and practicing, and then from my 180, 170, fasting I'm saying, uh, 150, 140, 120, 110, and 100 it came. But the moment I stop using the part, it again goes up. I thought it is interesting. And one more thing you remember, there is a guy who came from uh, London to attend the workshop. Yes. The tall guy. Huh? So he was doing the workshop, he was asking, can I activate my part to stay away while driving back to London? Yes. I said, yes, do it now. And then you know what he sent me an every morning? Message, Mr. Agarwal, thank you very much. It works perfectly well. Only thing when I got into my room, I went up to sleep. It really worked. And then one more story I'll tell you about him. He has got recently when I was in uh, there, I was talking to him. He had so he was on the road in the evening, traveling, walking somewhere. Some guys were drunk. All right. Somebody hit him here. Oh. Very badly hot. He got a surgery done, and he was not able to speak. So he was talking to me on WhatsApp. So I asked him, use your part. Well, I don't remember the part, so I explained him again. And you know, he had a surgery. He said my recovery is very very fast. Excellent. So, this technique I realized is the best way to use your mind power. See, we talk about deep practice, as you know, you also do that self-hypnosis, auto-suggestion, anchoring, NLP. But this thing I started using directly. You know, when I was there in Manchester, I had to go and meet somebody in London with a friend of mine who organized the program. He had some deal, you know, some something wrong happened with him. He was financially. So he has somebody he has to give some money to somebody, and he is a big lawyer in London. No, right. so, uh, he said, you come and help me there. So I went with him and both of them were fighting. The guy was shouting on him and talking on him. I was sitting on the side. And that moment I asked my unconscious mind, activate a part of me so I can handle this, both the people and get him sort out the problem. I just said that. Suddenly the thought started coming in my mind and that guy who was shouting on him become a very good friend of mine and that the problem was resolved. They got into stallment thing and everything is off. So I realized if you use it properly regularly, it can be a very very powerful thing. Yeah, I mean literally from what from what you described, hopefully people at home will realise that that is essentially with a bit of thought and common sense usable for basically practically anything. Anything, yes, anything. That's what I'm saying. You can do anything. So now one more interesting thing I'll tell you. Uh, I conducted workshop in India, hypnosis workshop. When I started doing this technique on just to for purpose of developing the method, I was started doing with my staff and my other friends also. Then I thought I'm doing it with other people. Let why don't let me do it on myself? Mm -hmm. So whenever I conduct a workshop, normally my routine is in the morning when everything set up. People before people start coming in, I go into my self hypnosis and I have my ritual. I give myself a suggestions. You know, I, that was my ritual. That day, I thought, okay, let me use the part of me. And you know what happened? I closed my eyes. I was still self-hypnosis. My head was down in self-hypnosis. I said, unconscious mind, activate the best hypnotist in me right now. The moment I started feeling senses in my body and everything changed. And I said, have this today and tomorrow with me. And second thing I said, bring out the best teacher in me so I can teach them very easily. Mm -hmm. and give me a lot of energy. Now I'm 61 and doing a hypnosis workshop like where you continuously give a demo and demo and demo and explaining and demo standing and talking, you know, whole day. 
Yeah. Like I used to and because so it is a little tiring. But my previous students were there. My voice changed completely. My body posture changed completely for the two days, and I was able to handle any objection. You know what I, I what what kind of objection I get in hypnosis? Oh. Normally, I also get this. I am not hypnotized. I was relaxed. I heard everything. Yeah. Most of the people want to become unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> that is their belief of doing it. Now, one more interesting thing I want to tell you about my journey. In 91 or 92, I was in Dubai for my other business, and I saw an ad of a stage hypnosis show by Tony Sands from UK. Oh yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah he does a lot of. Um, he he doesn't well. He doesn't so much do uh, comedy hypnosis shows now. I think he does more past life regression shows, demonstrations. Okay. Yeah, Tony Sands. Yeah. What happened? It was done in a British club. British club. There was a British club. I don't know if it is there or not. So in British, most of the people, Britisher might have gone to the stage show. They might have seen the stage show. The first thing he asked and asked people, okay, how many have been hypnotized on the stage? Mm-hmm. Around 11, 12 people raised their hand. Some 20 years back, some 30 years back, some 10 years back, and he noted their name. And then he hypnotized everybody, utilizing the previous dance. You know. Take a deep breath and go back to the last time you deeply hypnotized and go into a deep trance. Tuck, 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 tuck. I realized he's using a wonderful technique, and I started utilizing it. And recently, very interesting thing happened. A guy came to meet me from Doha, Qatar. Mm-hmm. He is basically from France. He is doing a job there. He might have seen my Udemy courses. Now everybody knows or not, I have 209 Udemy courses in Udemy.com. Covering and, uh, everything you could possibly imagine. Trust <laughs> me, it's work. Go on Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y dot com. Type oh. in Pradeep Agarwal. The the link will be below this video anyway when it goes live. And there yeah. are courses covering therapy, stage hypnosis, rapid induction, sports psychology. You name it, you you will find something. Um, yeah, definitely take a look there. So he came, and he wanted to go into deep stage hypnosis. He came all the way to Hyderabad, my city, for one full day with me. Paid my fees, and we started talking. Wonderful person, and he done a lot of research on hypnosis himself. He said, "I don't know what is hypnosis. Is I know I want I'm, I want to go deeper into hypnosis." And he was talking to me. I utilized the Tony Sands a little bit technique. I said, "What do you mean by deep stage hypnosis? How you will know that you are deep stage hypnosis?" He said, "If I feel like this, okay, close your eyes." Pretend that mm-hmm. you are whatever he said. I used those words, and immediately he was in deep. But then he started smiling. Now I can feel it. What I did, I utilized what he says true for him. Yeah, and that's a very underused uh, and quite often overlooked by a lot of uh, therapists. I think technique, the fact that. So many training schools tell therapists, oh, you've got to tell them hypnotherapy is completely different than stage hypnosis, for example, or they tell them you've got to tell them it's this. I believe, like you just said, if you ask the client what they expect and what they believe it to be, and then you think on your feet, you can take what they've said and use it to phrase your stuff, your suggestions, visualizations, whatever, back to them, almost using their own words. And because it fits their expectations, they're more likely to visualize that which they will believe 
buy into um, experience as being what they expect to be real hypnosis, and thus it's more likely to work for them. Um, so yeah, I, and I, I use the word pretend. Pretend that it is you are having it right now. Mm-hmm. Pretend is the most powerful hypnotic word I have seen. And I will tell you a very interesting story. In '98, I was doing a workshop in Chennai on hypnosis. That was on self improvement. And that time in my workshop, in that workshop, I was not teaching them instant induction or development induction and all these things. And I used to do a little bit of stage hypnosis. I used to have a lot of fun. But that was an older method, you know, that people falling down on the floor. Now I don't like it because people get injured that time because sometimes they fall on each other. Yeah. So after that show, I did an advanced class in the evening for a speed hypnosis. So in that workshop that time, we used to give a lot of ad in the newspaper, the 150 participants. And out of 50, around 30, 40 people were on that advanced class in the evening. And then you know what interesting happened? Somebody said, sir, I'm not going into deep stage of hypnosis. Suddenly, you know, my thought, okay, come on the stage. I called him on the stage and he was facing me standing. I said, now close your eyes. Don't get hypnotized. Close your eyes and pretend that you are in a deep stage of hypnosis. The moment I said, I was shocked. He closed his eyes and tuck on the floor. I thought, what happened? I got scared. Huh? And I checked. Hypnotic anesthesia already there without any suggestion. I said, yeah, I just asked him to pretend why it worked. Then I called Jerry Kine mm-hmm. to check with him. He said, pretending is very powerful. The moment you pretend, you bypass the critical factor. Yeah. And then I called 10 more people on the stage. I wanted to check whether it works on everybody. It works on everybody. So use the word pretending is a very powerful word I find out. In fact, they will know induction also. They talk, close your eyes and pretend they are so heavy and so relaxed. Well, it's almost, I would, I would suggest that the word pretend is powerful in that way because the kind of what the so-called formative years of zero to seven where children are naturally imaginative and, you know, they have their invisible play friends and all this. They know they are pretending. So there is a the unconscious, the imagination, one and the same, really, I would argue. Ah, yeah, it's pretend, 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 yes. like the password to the childlike theta state, which is hypnosis. Mm. So, yeah, I think that also is something, listen to this, because this is very powerful. These are things that I know a lot of hypnotherapists overlook as being too simple or why would I, you know, they they just sometimes they sound too simple. And yet I've witnessed Pradeep using this on complete strangers and it works. It's as simple as that. One more more interesting thing I want to tell you now. When I talk this thing, we talk this thing. When I talk this thing in workshop, mm-hmm. then I give them a listen carefully. Yeah? Now I tell them all the unmarried man or woman sitting over here. Do you want to have a trick with you? Hypnotic trick? Well, yes. When you want a girl or boy to fall in love with you, ask them don't fall in love. Pretend for some time that you are in love with me. Pretend for some time that you are in love with me. Job is done. <laughs> You got the point? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it becomes a self-fulfilling. Yeah. People tend to end up believing what they say to themselves. So even when you're pretending, the lines get blurred, which is why with um, 
Stavinsky's method acting, where people elicit real emotional states to apparently go into real deep character, people can end up with flipping mental health issues because the the the, 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 the genuinely taking it on as opposed to acting. Most of the people are pretending that I'm not a good speaker. That's why they are a bad speaker. You know, we, we, we call it now, fake it till you make it. Mm. Yeah, so that principle. But I find out pretending is one of the very powerful technique. I find it works very well. If somebody is uh, registering your suggestions, you ask them, don't get hypnotized. Just pretend that you are in hypnosis. Yeah. And pretend yeah. that you're hypnosis. You have, they might have seen you doing on somebody. Ask them, you are that person and you feel like that. Pretend that you're feeling like that. And then I gave a suggestion for hypnotic anesthesia when they are ready. I pinch them, take them. And now I stop. When I was young, I used to do certain things which is nowadays not supposed to be done. I used to have needles. Uh-huh. Uh, I could put needles in their hand. And then they open their eyes, look at your hand, ah, like this. And a very interesting story happened. I want to tell you, share with you. Very, very interesting. Uh, I was doing a workshop in one city in Gujarat and I gave my newspaper. I'm talking about around more than 22 years back. And there's a very famous in that city, a heart surgeon, very famous. He okay. called me, said, Pradeep, I learned, I want, I am, I love hypnosis. I learned self-hypnosis. I love to attend your workshop, but I don't have a time to do it. Can I come and meet you in the afternoon time, one hour? I said, okay, come. It's a big one. I said, come to my room. So he came to my room and then he said, Pradeep, nowadays I'm not going into deep self-hypnosis. Can you help me? I said, okay, you used to go into deep, deep, deep hypnosis before? Well, yes. So tell me how you do it. Now, it, you know, the one of the funniest method of doing self-hypnosis I've never seen in my life. He verbally tell himself loudly, close your eyes, take yeah. a deep breath and relax. At that moment he's there, I took over. I said, go back to the time, the last time you deeply in stage, deeply in a deep state of hypnosis, go there, feel everything right now. Mm -hmm. And that time, I, one young boy from a village used to travel with me to carry my bags and help me. He immediately jumped, opened the bag, took out two needles, not one, you know, the needles. Mm -hmm. Gave it to me, two, and showed me. I said, why? He gave me, I put two needles in his hand. I gave a session of Anastasia, put two needles in his hand. Then one, two, three, open your eyes, feeling fantastic. I will start talking to him and ask him, look at the hand. Two needles. Now, I told him, you are going into deep stage of hypnosis all the time. You are not aware of it. Just go into self-hypnosis, program your mind. He very happily went. Then, my boy who was working with me, the person who was working with me, I asked him after he left, why you gave me two needles? He said, sir, doctors always put injection in my hand. So I got a chance first time in life to put injection in a doctor's hand. That's why I put two. I said, fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> well, you know, so far we've covered, we've covered so much uh, in the past three quarters of an hour, and we've only got 15 minutes left because this is only an hour show. But if people, I say this every week, uh, when the video gets to the end in 15 minutes' time, if you get a, a pad and a pen and then watch it again, and take notes because although it may have seemed incredibly simplistic this communicating talking directly to the unconscious subconscious mind call it what you will technique of asking the unconscious to delete erase remove in a positive and safe manner 
is incredibly effective and adaptable. And as Pradeep explained, it can be used, you know, for phobias. It can be used for helping someone improve their golf swing. I mean, literally anything. Anything, yes. Keep it simple, stupid. Kiss, the old, uh, as the old saying goes. Now, a lot of your workshops, um, uh, well, certainly the one that I came to, you, you, you use the title, How to Hypnotize Anyone in 60 Seconds or Less. Yeah. There is an emphasis on rapid inductions. And you mentioned before that, you know, that journey started with Harry Aaron's uh, wonderful book that you showed us on, on uh, screen. Yeah. Nowadays, I use a method learned from Jerry Kine more. That method, you know, that method is like this. Why it is coming to screens here, our method? So what happens? Uh, first of all, now, this is something I tell you, very interesting thing. Uh, initially, when I was doing instant induction in a public program, mm -hmm. I was a little scared. I don't want to get failed because everybody is watching and they are supposed to register for the workshop. So what I used to do is, I used to do this hand and thing. Light and heavy hands, yeah. The balloon and heavy hand thing. To just pick up who is following more. And then I call that person on the stage. And then I do something very interesting with them. I tell them, when they come on the stage, the first thing I ask them, are you surprised by the power of your mind? They say yes. Will you like to know the more power of your mind? They say yes. Will you follow my instruction? Yes. So I'm getting yes, 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 yes. And then I do some compliance things to move them around. Mm -hmm. And then the first thing I do with them is the shorter version of development. I ask them to close their eyes, pretend, send a wave of electricity down, then give a suggestion for hypnotic anesthesia, pinch them, and put really my nail marks there so they can see. I really pinch them. Some hypnotists, they don't do that. They only put the mark. I really pinch them. Yeah, it, trust me, it does. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've seen it live in Manchester, and the person afterwards, it took, it, if you pinch yourself, yeah. And bearing in mind, you'll be doing it to a level where you're doing it slowly yeah. so you can allow yourself without any stuff. It does take a while yeah. for the nail marks to go away. And the more you've been pinched, the longer it takes for the marks to go away. And they were quite visible. These people definitely, there's no doubt about it. They and didn't yeah, feel it, but in normal circumstances, they most certainly would have done. And then what I do with them is, once it is done, they come out, they are surprised. Then I use the uh, Jerry Kine's complete instant reduction. I ask them, you have to look into my eyes, not for the power of my eyes, just to concentrate. And then I say, I'm going to count one, two, three, and shake your hand down. Simply close your eyes and drop down to deep of hypnosis. I show them on me, like this. And so I'm you standing do, you're visually demonstrating yeah, what you yeah, expect yeah. them to do in a few moments' time. Yeah. Yeah. And then I tell them, sometime when I do this, relaxation comes so fast, person tend to lose balance and fall down. I give them a embedded command, they will lose balance and fall down. Don't worry, I will take care of you. And you'll be able to stand and relax. After doing all these three, four things, they're already conditioned. I took their hand, look into my eye, and I just holding their hand. Most of the time, I find the hand is becoming already heavy. So I don't shake it. I just drop it and they go into it. Now, only precaution I take care is when I do it because I'm 61 now, I want to pick up a guy whose weight I can handle. <laughs> because one workshop many years back that happened by mistake, I picked up a guy, height and weight, and when I did this, he was all over me. Luckily, yeah. there were some people sitting next to when they sent me. Otherwise, I would have been a deep, 
the deep trance will take half an hour for five minutes to come out. <laughs> oh, heck. Um, sorry. Uh, oh, dear. So, I mean, in terms of instant inductions, because you do so many, you know, different ones, what yeah. would you say in your opinion and experience now, you know, numerous decades, are the key things for somebody who perhaps hasn't used rapid inductions in the past, who's perhaps watching this, to bear in mind when they're going to use rapid inductions to have more chance of them working? See, rapid induction, according to me, is very good when you're going giving a public talk, like a Rotary and other places, so you have a left time, you can, within a few minutes, you can hypnotize a person, do a hypnotic anesthesia, or if you wish, you can do a content-free therapy also. That will help you get lot of people for your personal sessions. That is, and morally, this instant induction, nowadays people are using on a stage hypnosis, or nowadays, you know what, street hypnosis, they call it. Yeah. And um, many other places. Now, I use it for fun, many times, when I go to a party, a marriage party. So they say, I'm a hypnotist, show me something on hypnosis, okay? So I start with this same thing like what I told you right now, and when that is done, I do instant hypnosis, do anesthesia and everything. And then sometimes I use the waking hypnosis, the new thing like, you know, leg stuck, hand stuck, eyes open thing, which mm -hmm. I learned from uh, James Brown in UK. So that thing I use and that give me a lot of fun. So when you go to a place, you can have fun. The advantage of this is you show them there. When I do this hand stuck and this thing, everything, I tell them it is not because of me, it is because of you as a hypnotist. I utilize your power of imagination and use it. In fact, in my, in, in my workshop, nowadays I started saying that as a hypnotist, you don't have any power. You know the technique to utilize the power of the person you are hypnotizing. The better you can utilize the power of their imagination, the better hypnotist you are. Now, you do 10 people, 5 people don't know it because you are not able to utilize the other 5 people's imagination that well or they are not ready for that time. Yeah. So according to me, I tell them now, as a hypnotist, initially when I was young, I think I'm a hypnotist, I'm powerful. No, we know the technique. That's why we are powerful. But actual power is lying in the person. If he doesn't follow your instruction, nothing will happen. If we don't use his imagination, nothing will happen. So as a hypnotist, our tool is, our technique is, the more we master how to utilize the other person's imagination, the better hypnotist we will be. That is my theory nowadays. Very recent one, huh? only three months back. <laughs> I got this idea. <laughs> Excellent. Um, do, you must have noticed, it's my belief that the more you get known as being, uh, whether it's hypnotherapist, or whatever title you're using, but the more evidence you get, track record of success that people yeah. see, whether it's testimonials on your website, yeah, videos yeah, of people yeah. saying how their lives been changed or whatever. The more of that you've got behind you, uh, in my experience, the easier it becomes. Yes, yes, yes. Because people you are already believing before they even come to you, aren't they? People, if they know you that you are a hypnotist, if you just drop the book and say the word sleep, they will go into hypnosis because they believe you. Whatever you do will create hypnosis. Once they know and trust you, whatever you do will create hypnosis. And initially when I started, I had a little bit doubt at understanding hypnosis. See, I hypnotize a person 
and then we do a lot of this hand thing and all that time baking hypnosis was not much mm-hmm. and that after the show workshop when they're talking to me they are having a coke say for example they're having a coke i look at them and say look into my eyes one two three it is no more coke it's a plain water one two three plain water eyes open the taste is like water you know what happened they're having a coffee i said you put sugar in it like, yes no by mistake you put salt into it look into my eyes one two three salty but i said why this is happening i was shocking eyes open why this is happening why it is working i was surprised then i realized it's all power of their mind though you don't need to really realize them to give suggestion to activate this thing if you can activate their imagination if they know you are hypnotic and if you have done on something somebody it will work on everybody yeah there is a yeah. friend of mine it's me into my last couple of questions because we've only got kind of like 8 minutes left um thereabouts give or take a call first one you're based in india okay india has got a lot of history of mysticism uh yeah. for example armen mcgill wrote a book east indian um mysticism and hypnosis yeah. um people think of india and rightly or wrongly you know i know it's not hip- well there's arguments that it is hypnosis the truth behind it but they think of things like the indian rope trick and there's yeah. an argument that really it never happened in the way it's been described but the the people yeah. were hypnotized into believing they witnessed it yeah, yeah yeah how do you find that the whole your whole history in india is very much mysticism and rituals and stuff i would imagine that makes it easier over there to hypnotize people no 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 the same because i have done hypnosis in india i've done in uk i've done in us i've done in other countries also it is everywhere is the same if they because if i come to uk and people know that he is the best hypnotist from india my job is done yeah yeah so what initially uh, there's a very interesting question it remind me when i started learning hypnosis there was nothing available in 1972 73 up to 82 85 internet came in 98 95 96 i used to go meet and everybody who says i am a hypnotist whether he was a magician mm-hmm. whether he was a occultist you know there's a people here they do therapy you know faith healing therapy i've been to all of them and i find out they are using uh, direct suggestions yeah. if they don't know why, they don't know why they work interestingly they don't know why it works but it works that's why they are doing it Yeah. and there is a lot of tricks also you know you go to somebody and they say oh you have a spirit inside you that is blocking you i will remove the spirit and they what they win the two bottles you know that you put that uh, some chemical there on the top and then you close it the smoke comes in the right you know the smoke oh. vase for for therapists watching this who maybe don't have a magic background if you bought into youtube or google the phrase uh smoke vas magic trick you should yeah. get it up uh, yeah it's essentially you show maybe two wine glasses it often is uh yeah. that look completely normal and you just put them kind of neck yeah. mouth to mouth together and cover them with a a, a a handkerchief or whatever and after a short while the handkerchief is removed and there's all this foggy smoke Uh, appeared within the the glasses and it's a chemical thing there's one on the 
yeah. a chemical, a bit of residue in one glass, one in the other, and when they go together, they they, they mix. But as Pradeep just said, it, some people they, out there use that as... They, they, I took out the spirit from you, take this bottle, throw it into the bottle somewhere, and you will be cured. And people used to get cured. So they were using these suggestions and beliefs and other things. I went to all of them here in India. Most of them, anybody says, I know hypnosis. Nowadays, that old thing is coming up now about the mass version thing. Some people started doing that, you know, look into my eyes and mass version. Yeah, go. Again, my feeling is this is all power of suggestions and they believe. Yeah. Huh? And uh, one more thing which I really liked it. As a hypnotist, if you can find out the hypnotic clue or the moment, they are ready. Right? You know, with their guests as a practice, we know they are ready. You have, they just need the word sleep and they will go into it. Or you don't say the word sleep, you put your hand, anything, they will be the deep trance. I, yeah, I describe that as the moment where if you look closely, it actually looks as though their eyes start to glaze over. Yeah. And that moment that it literally looks like their eyes are glazing over is the perfect moment to do the obligatory and sleep or whatever as you say. You look for it, you'll see. Hypnotherapists may not necessarily have paid attention to this in the past because, well, why do they need to? They know they're ultimately going to get where they want to. There's less resistance because people are there for an outcome uh, therapeutically. But stage hypnotists, these are things we have to look for. And if you look for it as a therapist, mm. if you're doing public demonstrations anyway, if you can spot that moment, you can look so impressive when you just say sleep. Very true. Very good. So this is something most of the early hypnotists, they are learning. I have seen my students also, when they send me a video of their doing instant hypnosis after attending the workshop, the person has gone into the hypnosis three times before they say the word sleep. Yeah. Because they didn't recognize a hypnotic clue or moment, whatever you call them. Yeah, so, they've gone in, they were there, then they weren't, then they were, then they weren't, then they were, whereas it could have been, yeah. Yeah. So if you are a new hypnotist learning, learn how to recognize the hypnotic moments and the clue. If you can learn this fast, you will become a very fast, a great hypnotist, easily. And that is gold dust advice for people watching. And with that in mind, we're getting so close to the end. Thank you for your time, Pradeep. I will ensure that your website address goes below this video, your YouTube channel, and of course, Udemy, where uh, Pradeep has got basically whatever you want to learn about. He's got courses there about it. That's the easiest way to say is go and actually have a look at it and uh, check out when he's got live courses coming up here, there and everywhere. Thank you so much indeed for your time, Pradeep. It's been talking to you on the face to face. It looks like we are sitting next to next to each other and talking. Fantastic. I've learned a lot of things from you and um, many things. I tell everybody what I've learned from you. So very soon we'll meet either in UK or in India. Indeed. Thank you very much indeed, sir. And everyone watching, as I always say, get a pad and pen, watch this video again and take notes because there is loads of direct to the point, highly usable information just been shared pretty deep in the past hour. And we'll see you next week for another edition of Hypnosis Week. Bye for Thank now. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you.